All right, we are back with the Uh Oh podcast with Nick and Marty. I am Nick. I am Marty. Welcome back, man. Welcome back, Nick. Thank you. I must say that's a beautiful name. Really? You like it? Yeah. I yeah. think it's I actually have... kind of lame. Nah, I have a stupid name like Michelle. So fucking stupid, but you have a cool name, Nicholas. That's like classy. Fuck yeah. I don't like that name. I actually despise my parents for giving me that name. Wow, I'd be super jealous. I'm jealous of you for having that name. How about we Honestly. trade then? How about you okay, be Nick yeah, and then I'll be Marty? It's really Michelle, but okay. Yeah, but people don't know that. People know me as Marty. Whoa, people know me as Marty. Oh, wait. Do they? I just on, embedded into Marty's personality right now. Sorry. I, I'm into method acting. Uh, I thought you were just in a meth, period. No, but it can get confusing sometimes, you know. It's the same thing. Yeah. No, I get it. You got any plans for Halloween? Yes, I do. It's actually the anniversary of my relationship. On Halloween. Wow, you guys started dating on Halloween? On Halloween day, yes. Wow. Last year, we went to Universal Orlando. And then this year, we're, we we just like got a hotel at a nearby beach called Rehoboth, which is uh, like one of the best beaches in Delaware. And we're just going to go there and, you know, uh, stay at a hotel and have a nice dinner. And just enjoy ourselves. Do you guys get each other gifts? Um, no, but we should. Why? Why should you? Because it sounds like the right thing to do, right? Is it? I don't know. I, I didn't even think about that, honestly. What it's not mean? like it's Where'd a birthday, last though. Year? I didn't. Right. I just I just took her to Universal. Did she get you anything? I don't remember. If she did and I forgot, that's bad. Um She gave you that punani. <laughs> she did pay for the hotel. And I paid for the park admission, so it's kinda like, you know, we both that's kinda gift. Gave, gave each other something. Yeah. It's an experience. Hello. You give you get you give you give chlamydia. She gives gonorrhea. It's a whole thing, you know. Um, no, Nick, that's not how it works. Okay, we don't have that. Oh. Is that? I mean, it kind of. Is that you? Like, is that your case? No, no, I, I don't have a girlfriend. But if I did, I'd you know I'll hook her up with some some STDs. You feel me? <laughs> Oh my god, that should be your uh, admission. Oh, for that sounds a terrible. Yes, that sounds terrible. Girls that Have are you ever had an STD? right now are gonna listen to this and be like, "Yeah, I shouldn't fuck with Nick." I thought. Have he was you ever cute, had an STD? No. Uh, no, I have not. Not herpes, not crabs, not anything that I know of. It, is crabs STD? Yeah, I guess it is an STD. I guess it right? is, right? I don't know. I don't know. I should get checked again, though, because it's been a minute. 
I can't even recall yeah. the last time I got checked, but it's it's been a couple years. Yeah, I get checked every year. Every just year? Just to make sure. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just to make sure, huh? Just to make sure. And your boy's had a clean slate for his whole life. Wow. But I do have some friends that, I mean, you, you know some of these people that caught STDs before, and they have the worst stories. Like... Mm. Like, uh, it burns to pee? That must be terrible. Is that gonorrhea? What is that? I don't know, dude. I have no idea. Doesn't sound pleasant. No, it doesn't. But then again, I'm pretty careful. Like, even before having a girlfriend, like, I used to always use condoms. Unlike Well, yeah, facts. But, I mean, whoa, whoa, I use condoms. But have you ever had, like, I get, have you ever been... With the girl and then the condom rips. You got a small penis. You don't got to worry about that no more. Um, <laughs> I've actually never had that incident happen to me before. See, you got a, you got a small penis. How about you just get a bigger condom? You don't have to have the condom rip on you. Yo, that I, You're probably getting you know, the I've, extra small just to get your, uh, just to get your feeling... Just to make yourself feel like you have a bigger dick. I didn't even know that there was such thing as an extra small condom. I thought they were all like a universal size. Wait, what is except for except for magnums are big. Yeah, you use magnums. I don't use magnums, but I don't. I've had a lot of condoms pop on me. I don't know if it. I should use magnums. What brand do you get? Trojan. Oh. I was about to say, you're probably getting like a cheap brand or something. Nah, bro. And it's happened a lot throughout my life. A lot. Wow. Yeah. You're going and in, going into town. I'm definitely going to town. No, but I'm, I've never had that happen. Fortunately. Oh, wait. Oh, no, that was a different thing. That was a different thing. Never mind. I just thought about an incident, but it wasn't. It wasn't a condom breaking. Sketchy. Very, very, very sketchy. Yeah, I bet. Because you're like, then you have to like, you know, test yourself because you don't know what the mm-hmm. girl has. You have to mm-hmm. make her take the Plan B pill. There's so much shit that comes with well, it just I mean, for that pleasure. Not you don't necessarily have to do the plan B thing. Like I didn't come; it just ripped. Oh. Oh, okay. I thought like you saw it ripped after you came. No, 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 no. Mm. Oh, That's okay. happened to me before, though. That has happened, but it was funny because like <laughs> I was like, "Wow, this like this feels like way better than I expected." <laughs> and then you take it out and you look at it, you're like, "Oh shit, man!" That's it's a terrible nice. feeling. Oh, yeah, no. definitely a terrible feeling. It's not good, dude. It's crazy. It's crazy how great of a thing that sex is, but at the same time, how many risks that it comes with having sex. Yeah, a lot. With you know, great pleasure comes great risks. Yeah, I guess so. Uncle Ben. Yeah. What other risks have you taken? That's as great as a condom breaking. Or is that the biggest risk you ever took? I mean, yeah, that's like 
I mean, it's not necessarily a risk that I took. It's just a risk that happened. Right. Is there any other incident that was accidental like that? Um, I can't even compare anything to that, honestly. <laughs> I, I mean, I've been in fucked up situations with you, too. Whoa, 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 whoa. What the fuck are you talking about? See, look, you're thinking sexually. I'm just thinking about, like, situations that could, has the potential to end our lives. Like, when, when uh, the whole cop incident happened, um, when we went, uh, what's it called? Repelling from a mountain. Mm. You know, Have you ever had to, to get a girl to take a plan B pill? Yes, for sure. How many times? A decent amount. <laughs> I just don't really? remember. Wow. Yeah. Like more than five? Um, probably. Damn. I can't necessarily remember, but probably. It. You just reminded me. The first time that I ever had a girl take a plan B pill was in high school. And it was my girlfriend. We were dating at the time. And the condom broke. And it's the the exact incident that we're talking about right there where the condom broke and mm-hmm. I had already finished. So it broke and it was freaking everywhere. And we were both freaking out in high school. Broke as hell. I'll never forget hitting up my mom's boyfriend because I couldn't hit up my mom and be like, yo, mom, let me get like $60 because... The condom broke. My mom will beat the mess out of me. So I hit up her boyfriend and I told him the situation. I was like, hey, I was like super nervous talking to him because, you know, like, sure, I've known him for a few years, like probably like they were dating probably like three years at the time. But still, it's like, you know, it's a it's not a situation that I want to talk to somebody about. So I told him and he literally said, you're on your own. Damn. Imagine that, bro. Yeah, yeah. He said you're on your own. Piece of shit. Is it that one guy that starts with the letter C? Yep. Oh, yeah, that guy. That guy is definitely that type of person. Stingy as fuck, bro, throughout his whole life. Mm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I've met people like that before. Fucking sucks. Damn, though. Like, you think they got your back, but they don't. No, nah, not at all. That that I never asked him for shit ever again after then. I was like, I mean, yo, why if would you, you can can't count exactly. on a person like that. No, bro, like come on. I'm I'm a freaking 17-year-old kid, have no money. I'm asking you for $60 and he couldn't even give me 60 bucks. We ended, we were able to get it like and I don't remember exactly, but for, I, I'm pretty sure I said I'm going to pay you back because I ended up getting the $60 from a friend and I paid that person back. So mm. it's like, you couldn't even loan me $60. He basically was trying to teach me a lesson. I was like, right, great fucking lesson to teach me. Like, let me have a child. And then, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, great lesson. Great fucking lesson. Yeah. I mean, you're already scared enough and I'm sure you learned your lesson just by being in that situation. You don't have For to actually sure. go through with it, you know? For sure. Yeah, no, it was super sketchy, man. Did you hear about but, Texas having the abortion law? Like, or anti-abortion? Yeah, I did. 
What do you think about that? Um, to be quite honest with you, bro, I don't feel like men should be voting on things that deals with women's bodies, to be like quite honest with you, because I don't understand what a pregnancy is. I don't understand what the body goes through, nor am I ever going to experience that because I'm not a woman. So I just don't feel like it should be put into legislation, especially majority of the people voting on it are men. So it's like, I don't know. Like it's a, it's illegal in asking, a lot of countries though, right? Including Brazil. Abortions? Yeah. Beats me. I don't know, to be honest with you. Because I've heard plenty of situations in Brazil, especially in the favelas and stuff, where women are just getting like freaking, um, uh, like, uh, what's the thing to hang clothes? What the hell? A hanger? <laughs> they get like a hanger and just stick that thing in there, just trying to kill the baby, which is like yeah, so I, risky. I did hear that. I did hear that. Oh my God. That sounds terrible, bro. Yeah. That sounds insane. Just yeah. so they don't have the uh, baby because they, they probably got like, you know, taken advantage of. Right. Yeah, it's like when it comes to to abortion and stuff like that, like I'm very undecisive. Like I, I don't really know what side to stand on. I'm kind of in the middle because there are a lot of unfortunate situations that I just think like that might just be the best decision. But at the same time, it's also a life, you know? So I don't know. I, I'm very much like I don't really have a stance in that conversation mm -hmm. but i think that the right thing would be for women to be able to vote on those things not just women men just women yeah right because they're the ones that go through it they are yeah what i don't think you? it's right either for for men to make decisions like that especially not knowing the pain that they're going through and also like if a woman got you know I don't want to say the word, but, like, taken advantage of, like, you don't want that baby, you know? Like, I, I completely understand the women that don't want to have that baby. Like, first of all, they probably don't even know the guy all that good. And second of all, it's not their choice to, like, have that baby, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. I think situations like that, abortions should definitely be allowed. There's no way that we can, like not allow that because like what the fuck you know like that's so messed up for you to have a baby that you don't even plan like that that the, the the dad's not even gonna be around yeah but i did hear that if i'm not mistaken with this whole texas law thing is you can't have an abortion if it's a certain amount of like weeks and months into it if mm. it's like the first couple of weeks i think like the first three months or something like that then I think you're able to do it. But after that, you're not. I don't I don't know it. You can't don't quote me on it. But I did read something along those lines. Yeah, I don't know too much of the, the terms, which I also which I kind of agree with. It's like. If you if you know you're pregnant, why are you going to wait, bro? Like make the decision. Don't just like put it to the side and wait till your belly grows and all this stuff and yeah. then get the abortion, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely agree with that it has to be early early on 
Because, like, when that thing is already, like, a little fetus, like, a little baby, a little baby already, it's like, what the hell? Then it's wrong for you to kill an innocent child like that, you know? Innocent baby. I mean, it's kind of wrong regardless in certain aspects, but... Yeah, but maybe when it's, like, young enough, like, when it's the size of a freaking pea or a bean, it's it doesn't feel like it is... I guess, I don't know. I don't know what the moral thing is. Like, I don't know. I can't decide that, though. I feel like that's definitely got to be the woman's choice. Like you said. Yeah. Do you know the origins of Halloween? No, isn't it pagan or something? Yeah, it was a pagan holiday that was started by the Celts over 2,000 years ago. I feel like everything's pagan, including Christmas. Is Christmas pagan as well? I think so, yeah. Oh, see, I didn't know that. But yeah, no, it was a holiday originally called Samhain. It was October 31st for the Celts. They actually, that was their New Year's, actually. And they were celebrating um, the ending of harvest season. Mm, Okay. Yeah. And then, you know, because of Catholicism? Because of Catholicism... Catalyst. That didn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to say. I think it's Catholicism. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Catholicism. Yeah. Um, because that started growing in Europe, um, and the influence of Catholicism started growing in Europe. They tried to basically put two holidays together because in Catholicism at the time they had a holiday called All Saints Day. And the Celts, which was pagan, they had the uh, Samhain, that's what it was called, which was, again, the end of the harvest season. So they kind of put it together and made it Hallowmas. That's what it was originally called. Oh, okay. Yeah. And which is a smart move by the churches because they're basically taking paganism and kind of in the strategic way deleting it and making it into one holiday which is still considered a religious holiday you know how is it religious if it deals with like witches and monsters and all that it's like literally the devil's day in a way right because it's like horror and all that that's what it's known for i mean that that's what ended up happening in modern day society you know but it it wasn't intended for that no, no, no. What what they usually used to do, especially in the Celts, they used to wear like masks and things like that to protect themselves from uh, basically like the underworld. Because within that time, that day of October 31st, there was like a belief because it was back in the day. So their belief was a little bit different. They had a belief that it was the day that the people from the underworld would kind of come in and wreak havoc in certain places. So they believe that by wearing like masks and stuff like that, they would scare them away. That's why they would also have like huge bonfires because they believe that by having these bonfires, it would scare the spirits back into the underworld. Wow. Yeah. 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 I was actually never allowed to celebrate Halloween growing up because my parents or my religion they always uh, 
they always told me it was like the devil's day and we don't do that. So growing up with my sister and all, like we used to always see other people trick or treat and we were never allowed to. Damn. So you never been trick or treating. I've, I went like two times, I think like two or three times when it was like the way later, like, like teenage years, you know, when we're like, like we're last really... year <laughs> for real. <laughs> Uh, no, nah, but it was, like, towards, like, almost adulthood, honestly. Like, we went pretty late compared to, like, the rest of the kids that go pretty early on. Right. But, yeah, like, my parents never allowed us to remotely celebrate Halloween anything. So, I mean, now I could do whatever the fuck I want, though. You know what I mean? So, when you have kids, are you going to celebrate Halloween with them and go trick-or-treat? Yeah, I think it's so cool. I think it's so fun. Like, do the whole pumpkin carving and trick-or-treat and dress up and watch spooky stuff. I think that's cool. Wait, do kids... do, Do kids want... Are they allowed to watch spooky stuff? Like, they're not allowed to watch horror films, right? I mean, they are. Just really depends on the kid. Me personally, when I would watch scary movies growing up, I needed to sleep with my mom. Right. But like Disney Channel and stuff, they they put out like Halloween stuff, right? Yeah, the see those those Halloween movies are cool, like Hocus Pocus. Right, right. I mean, my girl's obsessed with that movie and I don't even remember watching it, so I watched that movie so many times. Yeah. But there are classics out there made for kids, right? Right. Right. So yeah, I think that's that's cool. I I like the whole vibe, and plus it's like you know fall season too, which is like one of my favorite seasons. And I don't know, I just dig it. So I'll de- I'll definitely celebrate it with my future kids one day. Yeah, no, I feel that. I will too. I was able to to celebrate Halloween. Not always. There, it's weird because with my mom, there was some years that she was just more religious and I wasn't allowed to celebrate and other years. <laughs> I know that always religious. depends on your parents. Yet my parents went through the same phase because there were times where they were more involved in church and other times where they, they weren't and they would be more lenient. But when they're really yeah. involved in church, like that's when we, we would be the most strict, you know, like sometimes we couldn't even use, uh, cause like, uh, Seventh Day Adventists, like they, they're not allowed to even like touch technology from uh, Friday sunset to Saturday sunset, and like some some people are pretty lenient with that, and but there's also you know there's other people that aren't. So sometimes my parents wouldn't even allow us to go on the computer, you know, let alone yeah. like watch TV. I remember my first Halloween actually. It was. I was six years old, living in Boston. I mean, you had a Halloween at five years old. You just don't remember. No, I was living in Brazil, so it's different. They don't trick or treat in Brazil. Maybe they do now. But they do have back Halloween in the days, there. Yeah, they they have Halloween, which is called. It's not even called Halloween. It's called like yeah, uh, Day of the Witch. Yeah, yeah, Day of the Witch. But they don't trick or treat. They just they could dress up and things like that. But they don't. There's no trick or treating at all. That's an American thing. Right. So you're saying the but, first time you went trick or treating? Yeah, I didn't even dress up. I was like super excited. Uh, I had like a, a neighbor, 
And we just went from like different houses and stuff. And a couple of houses was like, no, you need a costume. And I was <laughs> no like, no way. I did, so I they barely, didn't give you yeah. candy because you didn't have a costume? Nope. That's fucked. Yeah, they, that's those fucked people took that shit serious, huh? They did. They definitely wow. did. A young ass kid, bro. I, didn't, I barely understood English. I just knew how to say trick or treat. I mean, you could have just put a blanket over you and just, you know, pretended to be a ghost or something. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know. Fun times, though. So, did you get a lot of candy? Or did you get a, a razor in your candy or something? I don't even remember, honestly. I Can got you some ma- candy. See, that's the one thing that I'm spooked out about. Because there's a lot of fucking psychopaths out there that put razor blades in fucking candy. And then that just... Like, if that if that ever happened, bro, like, I don't even know what the fuck I would do. And like, how can you, you even, even find know out what house it came from? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How would you even find out? Maybe you have to take a picture. Like every time you get candy from a neighbor, take a picture of the candy and take a picture of the house. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure there's systems for this though, but I'll be so fucking like, bro, I'll be so fucking mad if somebody did that to my kid. Yeah. Oh my God, bro. Or maybe I think like that's what so I would... fucked up. Like, how can of you course. like? Like, what pleasure do you get from hurting kids? It makes no sense to me how there's people like, like, how people like that exist. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of sick people in this world, bro. I don't get it either, but unfortunately, that's just the world we live in. Uh, You just made me think, like, I almost feel like I would buy, like, a bunch of candy for my kids specifically. And then, like, at the end of his trick-or-treating, I'd be like, okay, if you trade me... If you trade me your candy, I'll give you all this candy, which is like double your candy, mm. you know, but I, at least I know it's safe because I bought it. Right. Yeah. You could do that. But maybe the the neighbors will give, you know, a variety of different candies and you're only going to have which one I, type. I'll, I'll find out what his favorite candy is. How's he <laughs> going to turn that down? You yeah. know, that's a good dad right there. I try. If you could be part of any fictional family, what family would it be? Fictional. Mm-hmm. Wow. Fictional family. Damn, that's a good one. Like from movies or TV? Movies, TVs, cartoons, whatever. Mm. I've always wanted to be thinking. part of uh, the rocket power. I've all, like growing up bef- and watching that cartoon before going into school or coming back from school. Oh my god, I wanted to be part of that so bad. That'd be pretty sick. They're yeah. based out of California, weren't they? I think so. Yeah, like uh, Laguna Beach or something. I Is don't know. it? I know it's somewhere by the beach. Maybe Santa Monica. I have no idea. But that would be fucking sweet. That's the first one that popped into my head. But, uh... I'm trying to think of, like, something current. Something nowadays. Ocean Shores. I don't even know where that is. Based on Oceanside. Oceanside. Is that close to what? Washington? 
Really? No way. I thought I was in LA or California. Me too. So they're based out of Washington? What? That's weird. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, that is wild. Well. Oh, wait. It's a mashup. This is what it's saying. Long Beach, South Bay, Redondo Beach, all in California. So it's a mashup, along with Ocean Shores as well. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, oh, I don't no. know. I can't think of any other fictional family. The Wild Thornberries. I think that though that was also pretty cool. Wild Thornberries was cool. I loved it because, like, I'm really into the whole traveling, you know, and and like camping and all that. And like, they did a lot of that. So I feel like being part of that family, even though it's like they're super crazy. Uh, I think that would be also pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. I don't know. I can't think of any other one. What about you? Uh, I guess the first one that comes to the top of my mind would be the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the Banks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be a cool as like, to, like, family to be part of, for sure. Yeah. Living in Bel-Air, be yeah. rich as hell, but, like, just have, like, a dope, crazy family. Yeah. That'd be cool. Damn, I grew up like watching that shit so much. Fresh Prince. Hell yeah! Me Every too. fucking night, Nick and Night. Yeah, Fresh Prince is a shit. I remember like when it used to first come on TV. I didn't like it, and really? then I got why? What made you not it, like yeah. it? I don't know. I guess I was watching way too many like cartoons. I was like really young, and I didn't mm-hmm. necessarily like. Understand. Things that weren't cartoon. Yeah, oh. I didn't really understand the comedy too much until I got to like 11, 12. That's when I started watching Fresh Prince. Yeah. Yeah, that show's dope. That shit made Will Smith so fucking cool. He was already a, a artist beforehand. Yeah, he was a rapper. Yeah. But that's what made him like really pop off. Like that's what oh, made him sure. like a household name. Yeah, I was watching an interview that he did about Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and he said that he knew the, the, he memorized the script so well, he would actually mouth some of the, um, his co, co-actors' words as they're, like, saying the lines. Yeah. And if you, you could actually notice him doing that in the first couple of episodes, he said. I've seen it, I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was really into it. He was really embedded into that script. Like, yeah. he would memorize everyone's lines, and he would just completely soak himself in that role. Yeah. I mean, he took it serious, and that's what made him a great actor, you know? He took it very yeah. fucking serious. He studied the fuck out of that shit. Yeah. And that's what you're supposed to do, I guess, you know? Especially as an actor. You gotta know, right. like, the ins and outs of that character. And the mm-hmm. script, because the last thing you want as an actor is to f- be forgetting lines. Yeah, that's Think about your job. how mad that's the main exactly. part of your job. Yeah. 
think about how mad the director and producers would be at you if you like right couldn't remember lines it's way much better to not be able to deliver your lines the way that they're supposed to be delivered as opposed to forgetting the lines yeah. altogether. Yeah, you know? that's like the basic job description right there is to remember. Yeah. And be able to adapt too because sometimes they be changing that shit last second and you got to adapt mm-hmm. cuz like you maybe you you memorized it and the way they wrote it and then w- once it changes you can't adapt. That's also important right there. Yeah crazy we didn't talk about uh on the podcast but we we went on a live stream and talked about uh the alec baldwin incident oh yeah that's crazy that's that shit is nuts bro i can't i still can't i still can't believe that something like that happened bro nowadays yeah so fucking crazy bro like are i wonder if they're gonna learn their lesson and not use real guns anymore like ban real guns from movie sets maybe but there are a lot of shows and movies that don't have real guns anymore they just have like these uh airsofts and stuff and then they mm-hmm. add the effects in afterwards mm-hmm. you know which looks kind of like eh but i guess it's more they're concerned about safety more than how it looks yeah i mean it makes and it makes total fucking sense bro like having people die that's what it takes to get yeah. these things changed. I mean, but they fucked up big time, though. Like, how the fuck do you mess that up? It also makes it seem like that shit was intentional. Not from Alec, but whoever the fuck was responsible for that, you know? What, do, do you, like, have more details on what happened or no? No, I don't. They're still, like, investigating the whole incident. Because, like, Alec... I thought I don't think he knew anything about it, you know, but there's procedures that people need to take before it, it even gets to an actor's hand. And there's certain procedures that they didn't take in on the on the film set. So someone's got to take yeah, but, the blame. But even with blank bullets that could still be deadly from a close range. Yeah, exactly. But even then like they should know that and they should like advise the director and producers and the actors on like on those things you know because if you're just thinking creatively on set like you just want to get the best shot you just want to get the best you know angle and sometimes that's not possible if you have a fucking real gun with blanks and that's probably why it it got to the dp and and it killed her because they're probably too close to the gun you know that's crazy and i don't i don't know if it was like a actual blank or if it was like a a live round in there you know and if there if it was a live round then like why the fuck is that even there in the first place yeah there should be no live rounds in film sets exactly it's literally illegal to have that so like who's who's gonna take the blame for this shit you know like i don't know it's very very fucking crazy what happened to uh bruce lee's son that ended up dying. Same because thing. Because of that. Yeah, same thing. Well, he, yeah, uh, but, but what happened to the to the guy that shot him? Did he ever go to jail? I don't think so. It's not up to the... Like, I don't think it's the actor's fault when that happens. Because they're just no, yeah, the I, gun. I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's Alec Baldwin's fault. And nor do I think he should go to jail. But I am curious, like, what... 
if they he faced any repercussions for uh, killing I don't, somebody. I don't know. I don't I don't think so. But I heard that there was like a some type of particle already stuck in the gun and then once the blank went off that particle that's when it like shot out and and ended up uh ended up shooting the actor. From, oh, you're talking about I, in the crow. Yeah. Because it was like, I, I guess there was like a piece of a bullet in there or something. I don't know what it was exactly, but there was a particle in the gun already. And then once the blank went off, it created that pressure to actually shoot out and ended up, uh, ended up, you know, getting the guy getting shot. Hmm. Yeah, Brandon Bruce Lee. Right. I actually thought Bruce Lee died of the same, like, the same way, but I was wrong. Like, I think he died of something else. I swear I saw I that shit died. on a documentary, though. No, nah, me too. I thought Bruce Lee was the one that died that way. Exactly. I thought both of them died that way, and that's why I thought it was such a crazy-ass story, because it was, like, so coincidental that both of them died the same way, but apparently Bruce Lee didn't die from a bullet wound. Wound. How did he die? I think he, uh, I think it was like some sleeping, I don't know, man, like some sleeping pills, maybe. I forgot. I looked it up, but then I forgot. Swelling of the brain caused by an allergic reaction to a headache medication. Oh, it's a medication. That's weird. What the hell? That's nuts. Yeah. So he went to sleep and didn't wake up, right? That, I don't know. That's not, that's not saying that here. It's just giving me the cause of his death. But did he die on set? No. No? Well, it doesn't say that either, but I don't think he, did. he died on set. Oh. Yeah, I don't know where I saw that shit. But maybe, it was, maybe it was like one of those like conspiracy theory documentaries. Right. Yeah, yeah I, I, I could have sworn I saw that too. Yeah. Because I heard he, yeah, he like died the, at 32. That's so young. That's extremely young. Wow. Rest in peace. Wait, he was born in San Francisco? Bruce Lee? Yeah. I don't know. I don't really know too much about Bruce Lee. Yeah, it's saying he was born in San Francisco, California. Hmm. Oh, his father was on tour in the United States at the time. That's why he was born in the United States. But his family moved back to Hong Kong in 1941. He was born in 1940. Oh, okay. Damn, growing up, Lee was a child actor who appeared in 20-something... Chinese films. Damn. Damn. Is it all Kung Fu related? Probably not. Damn. That's wild. That Would you wild. rather lose your phone? Would you rather lose your phone or your laptop? Hmm. <laughs> My phone. A hundred times. But more. you're not able to... 
but you're not able to recover the data in your Who phone. Who gives a fuck? My data on, in my computer is so much more important. Same. The data in my computer actually makes me money. The data in my phone, not so much. Yeah, I feel that. Yo, lately I've been wanting to delete my Instagram, bro. Have you? No, I've, I've been wanting to. I've been like thinking about it. I just don't know what to post on there anymore. And I hate the fact that like I go on and just see useless shit, bro. I've been like feeling Stop some type of way. Well, it's not even about that. It's just like, it's just me. I've been losing followers and I don't know what to post. And like, I'm not playing that social media game that you're supposed to be playing in order to grow, you know? And I haven't been growing. I actually, I've actually been decreasing and I just feel like, I don't know what the fuck to do with that platform. So I just felt like deleting it, at least being off of it for a minute and figuring out like what exactly am I going to do, you know, once I do come back. Yeah. I mean, that's not a bad idea if you really strongly feel that way. I don't know. It's just some thoughts that I've been having lately. I don't you know. saw that IG took out IGTV? Right, but it's all like together now, right? Yeah, yeah. You can still post long format formatted videos, but it's just not on IGTV anymore. It's not a thing. It's not considered IGTV. Right. Yeah, I think that's better because it was so confusing. Like the video feed, IGTV and reels, like what the fuck? Let just let it be real, <laughs> just or just let it be video, and that's it. Just call it video. Yeah, no, I even I don't like the fact that reels and regular videos are different. I think that's so stupid. I don't know. I mean, I, I could see why. I feel like they're the reason they do that is to kill other competitors like TikTok and stuff like that. Like you're saying to to have it separately? Yeah, I think they do that to kill their competitors. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I've been also like, I'm monetized on on Instagram for like videos that are longer than a minute, but I don't even know what to post, bro. And I'm tired of just throwing, like posting throwbacks. I feel like that's not helping me in any way. That's just me like kind of cashing out on old content, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I've been really struggling trying to figure out what the fuck is next for me as far as like Instagram and even Facebook too. Cause like Facebook, I just been posting memes and trying to post some of my vlogs, but they don't do as well. So I don't know. I really got to figure it out though. Yeah. I know personally, my Facebook has taken a hit ever since reels came out on Facebook. Really? Yeah. Have you been like, posting I'm not getting, on Facebook Reels? I have I haven't posted a reel yet. You should you should post your old skits already. Yeah, I should. And just like small little pieces of content that I have. Yeah. Exactly. I've I been trying do to do that every day. And some of them are doing pretty well. I mean most of them do like over I would say like ten thousand views at least, which is pretty good. Compared to like my story views and shit where I originally, you know, uh, posted them. 
But I don't know, dude. I'm really, like, I'm trying to figure my shit out, too, because I've been, like, focused on vlogs, but I can't just, like, I gotta also think about other platforms, you know, not just one platform with YouTube and right. shit. And, like, since I stopped producing skits, it just kind of made me, like, not know what to post because before I would just dedicate Instagram for that, you know, just, just to post skits. And since I'm not doing that anymore, I got to think of something else. And I don't know if, like, posting, like, reels of my vlogs is the best option. Right. So, what do you think I should why don't do? You start, why don't you start making, like, TikToks? What do you mean? What does that mean? Like those TikTok videos that you see where it's just like... Like dancing videos? <laughs> <laughs> That's no, what there, I imagine a... when you say TikTok videos. I don't imagine anything else but that. No, there, there's like some, some funny content that people do. Like reaction videos? Them, not even reaction videos. Just like acting, like saying like stupid things or... Um, grabbing like a piece of content that's gone viral and then like showing the opposite side of that, you know? Yeah. Like, you know how Adam, uh, Adam W does a couple of that, that viral stuff where it shows Mm -hmm. like, um, there's this one that he always does where it's like a guy and he's like dancing and then he like fucking does this like massive, like booty bump type of thing. And then it's always like Adam with like a plate of food and the guy like bumps his plate and like it goes on his face. Like yeah. things like that. It's like easy. Right. But it, it just it takes creativity. It takes brain power to think of those things. You're saying I don't have that? No, no, no. I'm just <laughs> saying like it, it. it's easy in the sense of like the production value. Yeah. But in the other sense of just being creative with it, that's where it... You know, it gets a little bit more difficult. Maybe I should just post pictures on Instagram. <laughs> right there when it's go. dying, like pictures, like is no longer relevant on there. I, I, all of a sudden, want to post pictures. But you can still, you'll still be able to post pictures on Instagram, right? Yeah, you definitely will. No, you could, but they're not doing as well because Instagram pushes video more. Yeah, I mean, if you get plastic surgery, get some nice titties and an ass going, you might get some more likes. Or like some, like a six pack. Sorry, like a, a six pack of beer. Maybe, yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll relate to other guys out there with a six pack of beer. Yeah, you should um, lay down, put a six pack of beer on your abs or your stomach, I should say, and then <laughs> and then put like um, some chicken breast on top of your chest. You got some breasts going, mm-hmm. the six pack. That's actually you know. a good idea for a picture. It's a funny picture. Yeah, that is a funny picture. You're welcome. Yeah. Or maybe you could do like pictures that's just like comedic pictures. Right. You can even Photoshop and add certain things to it. I personally always loved that type of idea. I just never put too much brain power into it. Yeah. I just don't know if, if that's the right time. Maybe like. A year or two ago, maybe that would have been good. But right now, it has to be video related. And I just don't know what to do video related on Instagram. Maybe I should maybe just it could go be back like, to doing skits. Since that's what people I don't know. want from me. I don't know if that's what you want to do. It's not. 
but I do get messages now and then and you know from people that that follow me and they expect that because whenever I do post any other type of content I definitely lose followers so I feel like people are, aren't willing to see that's the thing too because I feel like a lot of people follow me not because of me but because my idea was funny because they related to my idea to my I mean yeah skit to my situation right you know and that's where I wanted to like that's where I wanted to change because I want people to care for my personality instead of my ideas. You got a dry ass personality. Who the fuck's going to like that? But a lot of people like that stuff. A lot of people are like me. Yeah, that's why they're not famous. No. I disagree. There's All definitely right, people name like some, me. Name some, some people that have dry ass personalities that are famous. Like Instagram oh. famous. Not fucking actors and shit like that. Oh. Um, I guess I can't think of anybody. Damn. So you're saying it's not possible for me to get an audience or attract an audience because of my personality? I mean, it's not, it's not that. It's that whatever type of content you create, you're not necessarily just you you're gonna be a like a, a version of yourself but see that's what i'm trying to perfect that's what i'm trying to like really hone in is like getting the authentic me like even like for vlogging and stuff i'm not trying to play it like or be extra you know i don't want to do that i don't want to be extra just to attract more people i want to be me and whoever i attract that's going to be the, my loyal audience. Like whoever can relate to me, whoever can relate to my feelings, my, my thoughts that I have, you know, I feel like that's, I mean, but then again, I do think that for you to attract that, it does take time, especially to get like a large audience. And I feel like the, you know, YouTube or whatever platform you're posting on, they need to recognize who your audience is. And that's where, I mean, for you, for you, for them to do that, you need to have a body of work that they, they recognize what type of audience resonates with it the most. Well, also you need to understand who your audience is as well, you know? Right. But like, do you think that when Casey Neistat, or like even Emma Chamberlain, like when they started posting videos, they, they already had like a specific audience in mind or did they just attract people that stumbled across their videos? Because if you like, like Casey Neistat fans at the time, there's all types of people. It's not just one type of person. Right. So it's like whoever likes his personality, whoever can relate to what he's saying well, I'm 100%, but I feel like that comes with just popularity. I'm sure that he targeted like, okay, I want, I'm going to create these type of video. Even if you could be targeting a specific audience subconsciously and not even knowing that you're targeting them. Because Casey Neistat, he was targeting more of people that were kind of creatives that were a little bit more within like, not necessarily the film industry, but 
would film and would take pictures and would be creator like. But he didn't he talk attracted. about he didn't talk about Gear much or like the process. Only certain it, times he would. He I I remember a lot of Casey Neistat videos that he would, but even like just the way that he filmed his style, you know, like he would show more B rolls. He would he would make it more. He would make it different as opposed to what was a vlog at the time. What about David Dobrik? Who do you think he attracts? I think his audience is a little bit more um, spread out. Right. Because it's just comedy, you know. But I think his audience is going to be like 18 to 32 year olds. That like what? For the most part. What are their interests? Because I, I don't think he set out to have a spe- that's like specific audience, I or like him just attract women or just guys or just college kids. Like I don't think like he just started doing shit that he felt like he thought was funny or he found amusing, right? And then attracted people along the way, you know, right? That like and he started liked off his with with videos. He started off with Liza too because they were dating, right? Yeah, he did date Liza, and that helped a lot with like exposure and stuff. But for sure, for sure, that gave him his initial like boost. Yeah, I don't know, but I'm definitely uh, I'm definitely trying to figure that out. We'll see, though. I just gotta be patient and and work hard, cause sometimes I do get like a little lost on what the fuck I should be doing. Or even if I, I mean, made I, the right move by stopping producing skits, you know? Cause, yeah, I'm also a firm believer in, like, you were growing creating skits, you know? Like, that's what people like you for. Not to say that people can't like you for other stuff as well, but people like you for that. You've spent years of your life creating these skits, and you've essentially mastered that skill. You know, so why stop doing something that's working? It's not broken. Don't fix it. Well, because I didn't like it anymore. That's why. It's not because of the fact that I just wanted to change. It's the fact that. But what I, what don't you like about it? Because you're still like doing the, the same that thing. I have to depend on people. I don't like the fact that I have to like constantly keep thinking of relatable ideas constantly keep hitting people up to be in my skits like constantly have to worry about quality and and like location like because you have to like for 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 you to do it like you have to be like uh you can't just be an actor you know or a writer you have to do everything and i just felt like everything that you're saying besides more people you're still doing with vlogs you still need to go to dope locations you still need to um uh, you're still putting quality into your work. You're you're just finding easier ways to do it. Yeah, you but still it's much have easier to think grabbing of ideas. a camera, going outside and talking about something versus like you setting up light, you setting up like a, a, a specific location that you know is good for sound or or like I don't know. And then like also getting different takes. It takes so much longer to produce a skit than a vlog. So much for longer. sure, for sure. 100%. And like it's not, not the fact that, that but... I didn't want to work. It's just the fact that. It's just the fact that, like, it de- it had so many variables that it kind of became overwhelming, you know? It, it became overwhelming because I had to do so many different stuff, and I don't know, it just... Obviously, it, it did really well, and 
but I just felt like, I don't know, I just felt like it wasn't really worth it anymore, and I, it kind of got old to me, you know? I mean... And especially, I, I like, not you. wanting to do, like, big projects, like, features and stuff. That kind of turned me off by it, too. Like, being on set for, like, 12 fucking hours and shit, like, I didn't want to do that anymore. I wanted to do, like, what fucking David Dobrik was doing, just, like, vlogging every fucking week, documenting parts of my life. You know, or like Casey Neistat or Emma Chamberlain. Yeah, but you like don't I think wanna... he's like, he, there's a lot of times that he's filming for six hours, eight hours straight. Like they go to a place. There's like so much footage we don't see that doesn't. No, yeah, make the cut. I agree with that. But I mean, they're both different types of work, you know? For sure. For sure. I don't know, dude. I just think like the effort levels are identical. I don't think so. I think skits are way harder. It takes way much more time to do a. That's why you can't even do it three times a week. Yeah, but but you can't you can't compare like a regular vlog to a, a produced skit. Like if you if you're gonna compare like a skit to a David Dobrik vlog, then I feel like that makes more sense. That's more equivalent. If you're talking about like a fucking a vlog that you just go outside and you talk your talk to a TikTok video TikTok skit, then I feel like that's comparable. You yeah, know what I mean? David, he was putting out three times a week. A skit, you yeah, can't. But it's really hard to put three times a week. Because it so is, many but variables. it's not. If you if you're really like about it, especially because like if you're making money on this, bro, like you should be investing into your own craft in the sense of paying somebody a hundred bucks if you can to go film, uh, paying for new locations, filming multiple skits in one setting as opposed to just filming one making it shorter there's a lot of things that you could cheat around it even like last time that you came here to la you were like nah i'm not worried about this 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 or that you know which i respect you're making it easier for yourself as opposed to fucking having to do all these other things recording audio separately doing an extra step adding an extra step to make almost the same content yeah you know i guess i wasn't about it then because like, yeah, obviously you have to want it, you know, to like really pursue that shit. And I guess I didn't because or else I wouldn't have a problem doing all that work. I just felt like I was doing all that work and I wasn't really happy doing it. Would you say that you're happy now doing vlogs? Way happier. I fucking love doing vlogs. I'm just not getting the results that I want. Like, you know, like the, the my audience resonates with my skits way more than my vlogs, but I like creating vlogs way more than I do with skits. Mm -hmm. So I just got to figure out, you know, but then again, like, you I also got to put things into perspective because at first when I did first, uh, like started producing skits, it didn't take off like that at first. You know, it took a while for that shit to like get a decent amount of views. Yeah, but there was always that one random skit that just really did took off. Yeah, really fucking well. And the first one was the the coffee video that I did. That was like the first one that hit over a million. And I was like, right. oh, okay, this is this is what I should be doing, you know. And that kind of gave me gave me like a like a what's it called? What was what's the word I'm looking for? Like an indication on what I should be doing, and that's what I ended up doing for like you know a good chunk of my time and i mean it, it paid off you know i'm still getting paid from old skits that i've done but i don't know dude i don't fucking know 
maybe if I ever do go back to doing skits, it's probably going to be like super fucking simple and not like overthink of the production side. Cause I feel like that's what kind of slowed me down, like slowed me down and made me like discouraged to continue. Cause if you don't have a fucking crew, man, like if you don't have people designated to do certain things, I feel like it becomes so much harder. You know, it's so much easier being on set when there's like specific people for different things like a fucking camera operator a director a fucking person with the light a a boom operator whatever you know it's so much easier becomes so fluid when it's like that but when you're doing everything it's a fucking nightmare for me at least yeah but that's that's also at the quality that we're doing if you take back take a couple steps back from that quality like there's a lot of people that you even showed me like on on um, Instagram and on TikTok that they would be doing selfie videos, selfie skits where they're talking to themselves and they're just holding the phone. They now they're looking one way and then they put on a hat. And now they're looking the other way. And it's fucking hilarious. And it does right. numbers. You know, what well, I mean? and that's so what it, I'm saying. I feel like I feel like I, w- I would much rather do skits that way than like be fully embedded into production because coming from you know a a production background before even doing skits like working with clients and like being more into filmmaking that made me want to step up my quality for my skits but i feel like it just it affected me in the long run and and it hindered me from even wanting to produce more skits because it, it took so much out of me So maybe if I do go back, it's going to be very simple, like even with the phone or even like with a simple, you know, just a point and shoot camera or whatever, just to kind of get the idea out there and not think about too much of like, like not treat it like a fucking movie, you know? And I get it though. I get like, it comes out great. It comes out super fucking clean. And a lot of people respect that, but it just takes so much out of me. And I don't know if I'm willing to do it. No, yeah, I get and it. And I do feel like it's kind of different nowadays, too, living in the East Coast, you know, because I do think that for the best place to collab with other people is being in L.A., and since I'm not there anymore, I feel like I would have to come up with skits that are just like me, you know, like playing different characters, maybe. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. I'm still, like, thinking on what the fuck I should be doing with those platforms but yeah good therapy session (laughs) I don't know if a lot of people care about that type of stuff but I just wanted to address it and see if I can get some ideas from you but you don't you didn't give me no fucking ideas what do you mean I just gave you a shitload of ideas I'm kidding bro um, I think that's all the time, right? That's all the time. My computer just started lagging. Hmm. So I'll do the outro then. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. It just started lagging for a few seconds, but I'm back. You need to get a new computer, buddy. I do. Do man. some fucking skits and, and get more money and get a fucking computer and then stop doing skits. Damn. That's selling out. Hey, get that money. But thank you guys for watching the old podcast. We appreciate you guys sticking around and listening to our ideas and the things that we care about.
And sorry that uh, I vented the- at the end over there because I just wanted to, you know, express my thoughts and express my feelings and and be able to update you guys on just my workflow that I've been struggling with. I feel like you, I don't know why, but I just got the feeling that you look like a white version of the main character on Squid Games. I haven't watched that yet, so I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like the only person in the world that didn't watch Squid Games. Yeah. We're going to be seeing a lot of those fucking guys on Halloween. Oh, I bet. I bet. All right, guys. Thank you so much. All right. All right. Fuck Marty. (laughs) Well, we already said thank you twice. So just make sure you subscribe to this channel. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Also to the Clips channel. All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching. All right, y'all. Thank you so All much. All right, guys. For... Thank you so much for. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real though. All right, guys. Thank you so much for. Just fucking keep watching these goddamn fucking podcasts. All right, and tell your friends about it. Fucking let's grow, so Marty can stop bitching about not creating skits over here. Why you think that would change things if we grew here? Fuck yeah, are you kidding me? If we're making a living off podcast, do you honestly think you'll even consider doing skits again? <laughs> Probably not, huh? No wonder why Logan Paul... God damn, there's a fucking fly in there. No wonder why Logan Paul and a bunch of these other guys stopped doing skits. I want to bring guests, man. I That's one thing that I've been wanting to do. I want to have guests in our podcast. Yeah? Because we used to have guests and then we stopped having guests. We only We never had... Well, we only had our friends, mm-hmm. our like close friends, part of the Uh Oh Squad, be guests here. I want to have other people, like uh, our other friends, like a Marlon Webb per se, or just other creators, just be part of this podcast as well, from time I'm to down. time. Let's fucking do it. Because I'm tired of just talking to your bitch ass. Trust me, having to look at you on Facetime every time is fucking demoralizing. All right, guys. Thanks so much. for. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Peace. Peace.